Hey, 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 what's going on, guys? You are now listening to the YFYI podcast. I am your host, Sunny D. Just got to say thank you for being here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the YFYI podcast from wherever you might be listening to the podcast, wherever you are right now, at this very moment, whether you're driving down the street, on your way to work, on your way home from work, whether you're on the treadmill, you're on your bike, you're waiting for the elevator, you're on the elevator, you're sitting in school, wherever you are. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening to the YFYI podcast. It's people like you, the listeners, the subscribers, it's people like you that motivate me to keep on coming back week after week after week after week. When I look at the analytics and I see how many people are listening, I see how many people have downloaded the podcast, it's people like you that keep me moving forward with recording episodes, talking to you guys, sharing stories, sharing insights, sharing information that I hope will help you grow and continue to push you forward in your career. Now, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Not going to lie. It's been a minute since the YFYI podcast, the last one, came out. It's been a minute. I'm talking about like, when did, when did I see? Let me see. The date was like June. If you're on an iPhone and you go in the podcast app, you know, and you're looking at the last episode, I saw that and I was like, oh my God, June, like June 10th, somewhere, I think it was June 10th. Now, here's the thing. It's now July and, you know, I want to post every single week. So what happened, Sonny? What happened to the last two or three weeks of podcast? Why haven't you posted, Sonny? It's been, you know, one, two solid weeks, three weeks. So this is the fourth week, and now you're posting? What's going on? I'm coming to you each and every week, not each and every month. So I wanted to give you guys just a, a quick recap on what I've been up to. I've been I've been definitely busy. Definitely busy. Got some exciting announcements, some things happening. Uh, definitely haven't just been neglecting you guys, the listeners, but I have been busy building and doing my main gig. You know, I talk about this sometimes my main gig is I'm not a podcaster. Like that's not my job. You know, it's not a it's not a source of of uh, of income and I'm not, you know, I don't have advertisers on here, you know, yet. Maybe at some point could turn this into a job. You know, that's how things happen, right? You have a good idea and you start doing it. <clears throat> You're just doing it for fun. And next thing you know, the money dance starts happening. You start getting money for doing what you were doing. You would have done it for free anyway. And then 
the money starts coming in. You got to be careful because sometimes when the money comes in, the money gets big, then you can start doing it for money and not doing it for fun. Not doing it for the reasons that you started it in the first place. So I don't have any advertisers on here. This is completely a self-funded project, a self-funded mission, the YFY podcast. So it's not my main gig, but I do have I do have a gig, people. I do have a a business that I'm running, the Salon 1.0, many of you know. And that's my main gig. Running the salons, casting the vision, keeping us focused on the mission at the Salon 1.0. And that comes first. Building our company, training and working with you know our people. Then comes everything else, the writing of the books and the podcasting and the speaking, a lot of the speaking um, engagements, you know, that I do, you know, are, are totally, you know, self-funded. And when we do sell some books, that's great because it helps us, you know, not necessarily dig into a hole, but keep us afloat. You know, it's not a, it's not a, a big profit, you know, producer for us or for myself. So the side hustle, you know, the podcasting and the book writing, all those things come secondary to the primary. And that's one of the things I'm super excited to share with you guys. The primary has been busy. For those of you that follow me on social media, we're proud to announce we just opened our first salon in Texas. It's actually in Austin, Texas. Now, I'm learning, you know, about Texas and you know, there's a, I remember hearing people, they would say like, oh, everything is bigger in Texas. And I didn't really realize that until I actually went and did a little book touring through Texas at our Paul Mitchell schools. And I realized driving like from one city to the next, that everything is a lot bigger, including your commutes. Because I'm thinking, you know, I'm like, all right, we're going to go Dallas, you know, Houston, uh, Austin, San Antonio, no big deal. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know, one drive was like two hours, one was like three hours. I was like, damn, everything is, hu- Texas is huge, you guys, Texas is huge. Um, so, you know, with that being, Texas is huge, there's huge opportunity there. And we just kicked off our first salon just open. It's been open, this is the second, really the second full week. Our first day was right after the 4th of July, July 5th. And so this is the first full week being open in Austin, Texas. So super pumped about that. You know, I'll have a, a reason, you know, to go out to, to Austin, which is a cool city. If you've never been there, go check it out. They got a pretty cool beer culture there. A little entrepreneurial vibe, a lot of small businesses. Uh, really cool. I haven't done a whole lot of hanging out, but the little bit of hanging out that I did do hit up some some of their uh one when I went to Austin I was working with our our new team we have out there uh Josh, Laura and Jen they're our kickoff uh team that's starting in the salon there so I went out there to do a training you know this training package is pretty intense so there wasn't a lot of downtime you know we're training 8 9 hours a day and then you know when we weren't training we're getting stuff set up in the salon furniture and all that stuff put together finishing touches so we could be ready to open right after the training, but in the little downtime that we did have, I got to 
experience Austin. I wanted to kind of keep it local. So drink local brews if you're into that. I was drinking local beers, eating at local places, hit some burger joints up. Uh, P. Terry's, one was, uh, I think it was, one was the Whataburger and what was the other one? I forget what the other one was. The other one, I don't know if it's super local, but was it? I forget. I forget. I don't even remember it. But I had I had so many. I had so many burgers. It was ridiculous. And I'm not a big, you know, red meat eater as it, you know, to begin with. But I had so many burgers. It was like out of control, out of control. And um, had some of the local brews. Good stuff. Good stuff. But did a lot of training. Salons now open. So I'll be going back there. If you haven't seen some of the, the videos or the footage, um, check it out on my Instagram, SunnyD1.0. You can check out. There's pictures on there. Also, there's a couple of videos that I kind of recapped the training, did a little sizzle reel so you can see, you know, to get a salon open. And I've been doing this for a minute. You know, we're almost nine years old, but to get a salon open, it's a lot of work, uh, especially when you're, you know, you're getting people ready to adopt the systems, you know, and for us, I mean, systems are everything, you know, how we take a guest through the experience, how we take a guest from the front door through the salon experiences, hitting all the different points back to the front door, you know, so we trained a lot on that, did a lot of hands-on training, but the salon's open, so you'll continue to see, uh, definitely if you're on the gram, I would, I would be so excited if you would go and follow the salon page. And the salon page is going to be just like our other pages. It's going to start with the salon 1.0. And then it's just austin.mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. And the Mueller is the kind of sub, I guess you could call it the suburb, a suburb of Austin. There's a few different ones. So it's the salon 1.0, austin.mueller. So it'd be super uh, exciting if you would give us a follow. We're trying to build up that page. We'll be posting pictures on there of just models and different things that are going on at the Salon 1.0. So that is the longest excuse you've probably ever heard <laughs> coming out of my mouth as to why I didn't record a podcast over the last few weeks. So I got to get back on the swing of things and get the podcast back on track. Um, right now, this would be episode-wise, this would be episode, looks like 132, 132, which is a lot of episodes. You know, and doing one a week, I mean, that's 52 a year. So that's my commitment. So there will be times like these last few weeks when I didn't produce that I'll kick it up and maybe drop more than one in a week. Um, but from there, you know, I've been, you know, we went, did that training, came back the very next like weekend, got ready to go to the Paul Mitchell uh, gathering. So it's like one of our signature trainings. It's in Las Vegas. It's uh, two days of rock solid education, a bunch of different classes. And it's kind of, for me, it's like a family family uh, reunion because you get to see all the people. And I've been working with Paul Mitchell now going on uh, 13, 14 years. So getting to see all the people, you know, catch up with everybody, where people at, what they're doing. 
huge uh, couple of hair shows that they do. Um, great networking opportunity. Really fun. Exhausting. I mean, you're going hard. You got an, an awesome party at one of the nights. And uh, so that was a couple of days. And then immediately after that, like literally like finishing the last day of training. And then the final, the finale show ended at like 4.30. And then we went straight from that grand finale, ran to the hotel room, changed clothes, and then boom, bolted, got picked up and got bolted over to the Paul Mitchell School in Las Vegas, where I got to speak to the uh, night school on Tuesday night and then finished up there, you know, got back. It was probably, I don't know, 8.30, 9-ish, um, and then got to go get up the next morning and got to go back and speak to the day school. So that was a lot, I mean, nonstop. So really, you know, these last couple of days have been finally kind of um, just reflecting on, you know, the gathering and, you know, reflecting on the education, reflecting on speaking at the school, got to see some great future professionals, a lot of, a lot of cool things coming out of the school, got to definitely connect with a few people there. You know, I was speaking in a couple of, you know, people in both presentations, um, you know, started crying and, you know, and it's not, that's not my goal. My goal isn't, oh, let's, you know, see who's going to cry. My goal is to, you know, create a, an experience. And when, you know, I speak and I share my story, I mean, it's a, it's about a two hour presentation and I, I go through my story and I go through uh, just lessons and things that I've used and tools that I've used and learned, you know, as part of, uh, I'm part of my, you know, journey and I share all that. And, you know, my goal is to create a significant, you know, emotional experience, but, but that doesn't mean just crying. I'm talking laughing. We laugh, we sing, we dance, all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun, but, you know, some people really get moved and I saw that and, you know, that kind of moves me and it realizes the impact. I mean that, you know, my experiences are able to have on people, you know, and that's, I mean, when you think about your voice, you know, if you've ever thought about speaking or, you know, presenting or anything like that. And you think about your voice and you think about, you know, your story and you think about things that are happening or have happened in your life, good and bad, because it, it'd be great if it was all good, but it's never all good. There's a lot of bad. There's a lot of dark. Now, the thing is, a lot of people, they don't want to share the dark. I mean, Instagram is a classic place that you can go if you want a kind of a, you know, a trumped up version, a, a kind of a, a portrayal of life that doesn't really exist. Meaning, you know, people are typically, you know, Instagram is a collection of photos, videos, moments, right? So you're going to share, you know, your brightest, your best, your most memorable moments. You know, when you had the, the the right clothes on, you did the best haircut, you were in the right place, you met the right person, you had it going on, you know, things that are typically be more on skewed and and curated towards the positive vibe of life. But then there's that other side, the negative. There's always a positive and a negative. It's like a coin. It has two sides heads and tails. There's a positive and there's a negative side to everything. And so most people don't want to share the negative side. 
Now, it's not as easy to share it in pictures as it is in words. And so when you present and you share, number one, you got to get over the fact that whatever it is, and it took me a long time to get over the fact that whatever it is, if it's, if it's negative, then when you do share it, are people going to judge you? Are they going to look at you differently? Are they going to make assumptions about you? You know, when you share that negative side, and that's what present or prevents a lot of people from presenting because that dark side, that other side, that negative side, they're, you know, they're embarrassed. You know, and I was the same way. You know, I didn't start really sharing my story till, until a few years ago. And we're talking about, you know, I've been teaching for 13 years, you know, for Paul Mitchell doing classes, education, speaking at schools to the future professionals. And I never really thought it would be appropriate or felt comfortable in sharing my story, even though it was recommended to me by one of my mentors, somebody that I really respect and look up to. And I heard speak and they shared their story and talked about, you know, drug addiction and different things. And, you know, I never thought like I could get into, you know, doing that because I was, you know, embarrassed and wondered what people would think and how they would react. And it wasn't until a few years ago when I decided to write my first book, YFYI, Your First Year In, the reason you're listening to this podcast, that in the introduction, I actually introduced my story. And it was kind of therapeutic, you know, putting that out on paper and then going into the first time I presented it to a school and seeing the reaction. Because what people found out is like, yeah, this this person, this, you know, guy comes in, he's successful, he's got a couple of salons. You know, when I first shared this, I think we just had the two salons, not six of them, spread out all over the country, but two at the time. And, you know, they're kind of looking at all oh, this guy's got all this, you know, all this positive things happening. He's accomplished all this. And then I go into my story, which is like, you know, it's just it's just my life. And I take them back to growing up into adolescence and into all of these different kinds of trials and tribulations and rising again, crashing and burning and take them through this fiery kind of walk and the reaction I got was, it was incredible. And people, I really felt were moved and were, you know, were uh, lifted because they got to take a look at what, you know, peeling back all of the layers. And when you get, you know, just like a callus, you know, if you're working something out, your hands or something, and you develop a callus that comes from like repeated, over time, a repeated beating, you know, and, and that's what life is, right? Life over time, you, you develop a callus on different parts of your body because over time, you know, you become, and it be, that, that area, that part of your body becomes stronger as it's calloused and it's able to withstand and take more punishment. You know, and a lot of times that's what life is. And when I reveal that, you know, and how I became calloused over time, I think that really... Um, it moves people, you know, to, to give them hope. And that's what a lot of people want and a lot of people need. That they can too overcome whatever it is that they're going through. 
And if you're listening to this and you ever thought about that and you're like, you know, I want to help people, right? First and foremost, you got to be clear. Do you want to help people? Because your ability to help people is going to rely on uh, your experiences and understanding, you know, what you learn from your experiences, what you became from your experiences, what you grew through. You know, people say, oh, I'm going through this. And we just take that word going through and we add a, a little letter or two to it. We do a mindset shift. We talk about growing through things instead of going through things. Well, what did you learn when you grew through that experience? When you went to prison, when you got raped, when you lost your husband or wife, when you lost your job, when you had a near-death experience, what did you learn from it? You know, people are having those experiences all over the place. And especially as I speak and go into all these different rooms and all these different people, and I realize, you know, we're, we're more similar than we are different. We might look a little different. You know, we might talk a little different. You might have an accent. I might have an accent. But at the end of the day, what I realize is we're actually a lot more of the same. We're more similar than we are different. And so as I started sharing those experiences, it changed it changed everything. It changed things for me. It changed things for the people that were listening. And, you know, we're on a mission to go into every, you know, beauty school in the world. And because beautiful people are in there. And I'm not talking physical. I'm talking spiritual. I'm talking emotional. You know, people that come into the beauty industry, for the most part, they want to help. They want to make people feel good. And if I can go in there and do that for them, on, on, a, on a major level, you know, to be able to touch their minds and, and touch their hearts and give them hope. Because a lot of times we're not sitting in someone's chair for a couple of hours while they're loving on us. That's what we as hairstylists do. So who's loving on us? A lot of times it's not a lot of people, if sometimes no one. And so when I come into a room and I'm able to move people, you know, some people call it motivation, I call it moving call it movement, to inspire people, to educate people, to share with people, you know, what happens when you're in the dark? You know, what happens when you're you're trying to push through and, you know, overcome that? What happens when it all goes to shit? What happens when fill in the blank happens to you? What do you do? How can you overcome it? And you too, if you're listening to this, that could be your therapy. You know, thinking about who you could really help. If you weren't embarrassed or afraid to just be vulnerable, be open, be honest, you know, what could you, and you'll, it's funny too, because when you start opening up and you're sharing those kinds of things with people, you also find that it is, it's, it really is therapeutic, even doing the podcast, you know, it's therapeutic getting to talk out loud and kind of hear things come, come together. And I never really have any, you know, definite script or, uh, direction, you know, when I do my podcast, just kind of what's going on, <clears throat> what am I excited about, what do I want to share now? You know, so when you think about the possibility of doing that, you know, I'm here to let you know you need to do it. 
If you have a story, which we all do, if you have some negative things that you've had to deal with, obstacles you've had to overcome, stones as I call them, stumbling stones or stepping stones that you've had thrown in your path that you've had to learn how to negotiate, those experiences, those obstacles, those challenges, those moments, the dark side, those things can help people not feel alone. Those things can help people have faith. Those things can help encourage people that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. If you just be brave enough, brave enough to share, brave enough to, you know, to learn how to articulate, learn how to communicate those things, learn how to present those things, even if it's just to a small group at first. Maybe it's just writing. Maybe it's blogging. Maybe you're going to start writing it as a blog. Maybe you're going to make short videos for YouTube or short videos you know, for Instagram. But I'm telling you, sharing those things, that's where the, your true power lies. And I say that in meaning like your power as a human being to be able to make an impact, to be able to make a difference in the world around you. You know, we have seven going on, you know, eight billion people on planet Earth. If you're able to impact, inspire, change, move, motivate one person while you're here on Earth, it through your experiences, it's totally worth it. So just think about that, guys, because I, I met some people and they were, you know, they were talking about that, being able to share and didn't know how or where or if they should. And like, hey, I felt all those things. Like I said, it took me 10 years to be comfortable putting myself out there like that. With, you know, getting over the fear of prosecution, getting over the fear of judgment, you know, false evidence appearing real. The acronym for is uh, fear, false evidence appearing real. To get over the fears that I kind of made up in my head and my mind and in my heart that prevented me from really making a difference. 10 years. So if it takes you a little time, it's totally understandable. But I'm telling you guys, that's where your true power lies. So I hope you'll consider it. You know, I hope you'll listen to this podcast. And if you've been thinking, you know, about sharing and how you could make an impact, because, you know, there's so many people, like I said, we're more similar than we are different. And there's so many people that might be sitting in your audience like when I go out and speak and have people come up to me and they're like, you know, me too. Like, you know, oh my God, I can't believe this happened to you. And a couple of people, you know, that were there that were just, you know, bawling their eyes out, you know, and you don't know necessarily when that's happening, like what's going through their head or what exactly you said that triggered it. But you know that they're feeling their emotions on another level. And when they share that after, you know, and they let you know, like, what it was or what it is that you said or, you know, that they felt, you know, you're like, wow, you know, it's just, it's just your experiences. So I hope you'll consider it and consider it seriously. The impact that you can make, it could be, uh, it could be game changing. So super excited to be back on the podcast. Thank you guys for your patience as I'm you know, running around the country, working on our mission at the Salon 1.0 to open up our brand of salons, the way we do things, our, our micro cells of 
1.0 all over the country. You know, as I continue on that mission, thanks for your patience and and your support. Listening to the podcast, sharing this podcast with someone that you think might need a little uh, lift, maybe a little checkup from the neck up, might need to hear something that you heard. You know, thanks for sharing the podcast. Make sure if you have not yet left a review, if you're on iTunes or you listen to it on the website, if you have not yet left a review for the podcast, please go ahead and do that because that's going to help the podcast be discovered by people that are searching for this kind of content in the iTunes, you know, Apple podcast app. So if you leave a review, you can do it, give a rating, five star if you think it's worth it. And for you, I've got a special gift. If you leave the review, it usually takes about 24 hours. Then the review will be on the podcast app. Then you can screenshot it, let me know when you've done that. And I've got some exclusive swag limited edition YFYI t-shirts that I'm sending out. The iHeart YFYI t-shirts. You may have seen me wearing them at a presentation before. That's how you get one of those. That's how you get one. You leave a review for the podcast and then I send one directly to your mailbox. And if you want to give us a follow at your first year in on Instagram, I'd appreciate that. And if you haven't got in your hands, you haven't got your hands on my latest book, then go check it out. YFYI, YFYI Salon Ownership. So if you're a stylist, you know, your first year in the beauty industry, the original, the first edition, the first of the YFY series. If you're a new salon owner, your first year in salon ownership, whole different animal. So that book just came out a little earlier this year. Super excited to get those in your hands and you can check out all that good stuff at yourfirstyearin.com. So I appreciate you guys for listening as always. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you share this with a friend, coworker, and we've got some more interviews that'll be coming up in the Meet the Team 1.0 series. A few of the previous podcast episodes. Also, the YFYI podcast and video if you want to watch and listen. And you go over to YouTube. You can watch the interviews and watch some of the YFYI podcast and video form. So those are some of the shameless plugs I like to give at the end of the episode. So I just want to say thank you guys again for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. And remember, this is the place. This is the podcast. This is where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you'll be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Interviews, they ain't call us back. <laughs> Either way, I ain't never even. Why you think the streets love me? I ain't never leaving. My heart stops, but the words are forever breathing. You hating cause we the best, find a better Look, reason. First thing first, don't you ever play yourself. Ever. Oh, another thing, I ain't never play myself. Never. Even when they all changed up.